How's it going, everybody out there? Um, I want to welcome you back over to the podcast, Initial Speaks. I'm your host and will forever be your host. As long as I'm breathing air, as long as I'm sitting here fully aware, my mind's firing off on all cylinders, Initial D. I'll always be your host. I promise. <laughs> I'm not giving this podcast to anybody. It's not for sale. I love the people too much. And I've been getting some really good feedback um, as of recent. You know, have you ever done things like maybe perhaps write a blog or record a video and upload it to YouTube or even? do what I'm doing here, like create podcasts. Have you ever done things like that and just wondered, is anybody really watching this? Is anybody really reading this? Is anybody really listening to this? You know, as of recently, I've, I've had people come to my live stream and they'll tell me, Hey, I'm listening to your podcast on my way to work, or I'm listening to your podcast for the first time, and I really liked what I heard. And to me, that's encouraging, you know, even though it may not be thousands of people, even if it's just one person, if it if it can benefit them and help them in some sort of way, I feel that it was worth it. Because it easily could have stayed in my head, or I easily could have not shared it. I feel that we all should do the same thing. We all should be proactive with sharing our perspectives and getting our thoughts out there into the world. You know, we were, we were not designed to just keep things to ourselves. We were actually put here to help each other. And if you have some sort of information or intel that may help somebody, then you do them a disservice by keeping it quiet and by harvesting it in your mindset where nobody knows and where it can help nobody. It's better for you to put it out there, no matter how silly or serious or what have you that it may be it's it's just really important for us to do that okay and i can recall a couple of years ago there was a an old personal training client of mine and he lives in washington dc right now i remember one day after our training sessions he was like d why'd you stop writing your blogs i never will forget that we were walking outside and he said that to me I said, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I just stopped. You know, sometimes we, we have this urge to do things and then life tends to take over and we will put it down and then maybe pick it back up a few months later or even a few years later whenever it crosses our mind. But when he brought that up to me, he also followed up and said, you need to keep writing because... There are people who are reading. He said, I was reading. And I was like, wow, I didn't even know he was reading. And it, it just goes to show you that everybody is not going to tell you that they're watching. 
everyone's not going to tell you that they're supporting you. Everyone's not going to verbalize it, vocalize it, I'll say, that they are indeed tuning into your stuff. Some people just don't feel the need to check in on that on that level. And I get it. You know, I don't go telling people all the time that, hey, I, I pay attention to your content. Look at me. I'm listening. I'm watching. No, I just do it in my own private time. And then when it's not or when the content ceases, of course, that's probably when people will start reaching out like, hey, um, I thought that you were doing a um, podcast. I thought that you were writing, thought that you were doing videos. And that kind of rekindles that, uh, that lost flame that some of us tend to get when we decide to abandon specific projects, you know, and this is why I say it's important for us to have uh, accountability, friends that can keep us on track, people that will hold us to our word. Because again, when you keep things to yourself, a lot of times, and I want, I almost want to say nine times out of 10, it's probably not going to get accomplished at the end of the day. So I, I want people to to do what's in their hearts and to manifest what's in their minds because you just never know who's going to benefit from it at the end of the day. Now, I did a poll on Twitter, which, by the way, I'm not on at the moment. I'm taking a break, so I have no idea how people are going to hear about this. <laughs> Hopefully, if you're subscribed, you're getting a notification because you're getting this exclusively because I'm not posting this to Twitter. So if you know me and you like this, I would definitely love for you to put it on Twitter because I'm taking a little break from the bird app because I there's just too much drama and my mind needs to go in other areas for, you know, priority reasons. But I took a poll on Twitter asking how long should a podcast be for specific attention spans and i i had four different choices one was 15 minutes or less the other was 30 plus minutes the other was 45 plus minutes and then the last one was 60 plus minutes and I, the first one that or the one that got voted for the most was 30 plus minutes the least was 15 minutes and then the 45 and the 60 we're really not that much further from the 30. So I believe that 30 minutes, when it comes to a whole lot of different things, is like the sweet spot for keeping the person's attention, especially if the topic is very interesting and intriguing. So I'm taking that advice, and it came from 72 people who voted. So I, I definitely will take that and apply it to these episodes where they have basically been averaging about 30 minutes. The last episode was 20 plus minutes because it was more of a shorter plant episode that I didn't really want to drag out too much because, you know, I can only talk so much about Twitch and <laughs> give my specific pers um, perspectives on it to get people to think. Sometimes I just don't want to talk about live streaming, okay? And that's okay, because that's exactly how I'm feeling today. You know, I woke up this morning, and before I continue, I'm just going to let everybody out there know, if you're listening to this, I I'm going to keep it real today. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be vulnerable. Like, I'm going to let you in. 
we're going to be vulnerable. We're going to be just completely transparent in this episode. So, you know, I'm going to say things that you're probably not used to me saying, and I'm going to just let people know just exactly how I feel. And I think that that's okay sometimes. It's all right. Not all the time, but sometimes. So I woke up this morning. Usually I get up in a pretty decent mood. And I'm getting ready for work. I drive, typically. I listen to worship music in the morning because nothing else puts me in a good mood. Nothing. Except for worship music. You know, I sing on the way to work and prepare my mind to take on the the fiery darts of the day that may come from some of everything and then I'm just basically ready to go. Well this morning I didn't really have that that feeling, that joy, I'll say. And I, I'm driving to work and for those of you who didn't know, you know I am a I'm a Christian and hopefully that doesn't offend you. Because I'm not here to offend you. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not somebody that's going to yell at you or judge you. That's just what I believe. That's my worldview. And I'm writing to work and I'm talking to God, of course. And, and I'm asking questions like, hey, you know, why are, why are things like this? And why are things like that? And those things, I did say we were going to get transparent. So what I basically said was, you know, why does it seem like, you know, wicked people, evil people tend to prosper? So why does it seem like people who do wrong seem to get far in life and people who are good and helpful and considerate struggle? Why? And that just really had me puzzled this morning. You know, as I made my way to work and then, you know, got started and whatnot. And, but the entire day was just blah. It was blah. You know, the bathroom at my job had been broken for two days, literally over 48 hours, just about. And there are people who were upset. My clients are upset. I'm trying to figure out what I can say and do to make them, you know, feel better. But until the toilets are fixed, not going to happen. Apparently, a lot of the people that I work with were sick out with COVID. And I, I, can I say that online? CB19. <laughs> um, they were sick with the virus and nobody was really working the front desk. Cleaning lady was sick. So the place was like needing to be mopped. And I'm not doing anything. <laughs> That's not my job description. <laughs> I'm just. I'm not doing it. I notified the owner's son and told him, hey, it's it's pretty dirty in here right now. And he's like, they're all sick. I'm like, oh, sorry to hear that, but it's still dirty. <laughs> and people don't like that. It's a gym. You have to keep areas like that clean. You can't let that get nasty. People, and it's very hot. Remember, I'm a Floridian, and it feels like we're the second rock to the sun, not the third rock. And it's, it's just humid. People sweat. It's damp. It's, it's just bad. It's really bad. Um, so dealing with that today and then, you know, like I said, throughout the day, it was just weird. 
But I did manage to work on my website. I do have a website that I'm working on right now for my fitness business. And fingers crossed that I actually finish it before the end of the month. It was supposed to be completed by the first week of June, but that didn't happen because other things took my attention and I tend to put things in tiers of importance, like I'm sure many of you do. Like, that's more important than that, and this is more important than that. So, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. But we got, I made some pretty good progress with that, and I'm happy. So that that's probably the, the highlight of my day, we'll say. Now, I'm a firm believer in admitting when you are not okay. Which is why I've decided to title this podcast, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. It's, it's fine. It's all right. You know, why do people feel the need to lie and to say, hey, are you fine? Yeah, I'm good. Everything's great. Wonderful. I'm blessed. I get it. You don't want to be that person that makes people think... <laughs> You don't want people worrying about you. You don't want to seem as if you don't have control over life or things in your life. Hey, it's okay if you don't have control over things in your life. You know why? Because in reality, nobody truly has everything under control in their life. You may think that you have everything under control, but there are things in which you simply cannot control. And I don't think that people want to admit that, but it's, it's true. There are things that are completely out of our, our doing. And all we can do is control what we can control and just hope for the best, pretty much. Right? It's okay to not be okay. Let's not let the distorted false view of that social media I'll say yes portrayed for people to have a perfect lives. You know, we talked about this a while back when it's on the on the podcast episode, it's okay to um to take extensive breaks from social media. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. But we're not gonna dive into that right now. But I'm just piggybacking off of that topic there when I say that social media does have a way of distorting people's, you know, perspective on life. You can, look at a, you can look at a person and think that they have it all together. They drive this. They have that job. They have this car. But what you don't know is that they are really depressed and they feel like they have to constantly take pictures of things in which they're probably renting or borrowing from somebody. They're trying to get out of debt and they are on the verge of a divorce. Yeah, there's a lot of situations like that. And I know of specific situations like that to where social media painted out many couples in which I thought were okay and then all of a sudden uh they got a divorce it's not funny at all but it, it's actually pretty sad because I, I was shocked because I thought everything was okay but yet that's an example of you know that I can just basically let everybody know to not believe everything that you see and it's okay to be honest and say that I'm not okay now, personally, I feel that everybody goes through seasons. I, I do. Um, again, I'm a Christian. And in the book of Ecclesiastes, which is, you know, a book of wisdom, sort of like Psalms, it tells us like there's a season for all things. You can go back and read this for yourself. It's very, very 
awesome knowledge and wisdom that you can apply to your life and it may actually make you feel pretty good like wow this is actually supposed to happen so i'm just paraphrasing when it says that there's a time for us to to laugh and there's a time for us to cry there's a time for us to kill there's a time for us to save there's a time for us to to be happy there's a time for us to be sad there's a time for us to gather there's a time for us to lose so there's really different seasons of things out here in which you're going to experience and I hope that me, you know, bringing up Bible verses and stuff is not a turnoff. I get it. Some people think that Christians are the biggest hypocrites in the world. And let me be the first to say, as a true Christian, you're right. A lot of them are hypocrites. And I'm sorry if you've had to experience that. But there are bad apples all over the world in all different factions and all different beliefs. Please do not put us all in the same boat. Because I love you and hopefully you believe me and think that I am genuine. Okay. But anyway, it tells us that there's a season for everything. And when I first read that, I was like, okay, so things seem like crap right now. And I guess I'm in a season of losing. Or I guess I'm winning. I guess this is a season for me to, to gather, you know, restoration. I tend to pay attention to these things just I'm just like people out in the world should be paying attention to the common occurrences that go on in their life. Just like the seasons, you know, you have winter, spring, summer and fall, you know, four seasons, one season, it feels like hell, like right now. And then you have another season where it just feels like Antarctica, which is winter. And then you have, you know, somewhere down the middle with spring and and fall, these seasons are indicators, like precursors, I like to think of occurrences that happen in a person's life. I also believe that weather, like rain and thunderstorms and tornadoes and hurricanes and stuff, different different tiers of damage or just, you know, just the sight of it. It could be a drizzle of rain or it could be a, a Category 5 tornado. I believe that that's also an illustration of life as well meaning it it can't every day can't be a good day it just can't because it throws off the cycle that is installed in each person if if every day was phenomenal and i know that on paper it may seem like that's a good thing but if we get to this point where every day is just perfect we will never really grow. We could never truly learn to appreciate certain things in our life. We will begin to take things for granted if everything was picture perfect. And if you begin to take things for granted, you may lose out on other other things in which you should be paying attention to. So, you know, there's a pastor I, I listen to named Charles Stanley, and he often talks about the subject of adversity and if you don't know what that means basically that just it's a it's a fancy word for trouble that's all and i believe him i truly do that every time that we are in seasons of adversity and trouble that we tend to get pulled closer to god because sometimes things were a little too good and we didn't pray as much we didn't read our Bibles as much. 
church attendance dropped off and we started just enjoying all of this money and all of this time and stuff. And, you know, we have to get brought back down to earth, you know, and people, of course, people don't like that. You know, who the heck wants to go through hardship and who wants to go through tough times? So I think that it's an analyzation of things in our current state. Like, are you going through these tough time periods because perhaps you need to get something right in your life? You know, maybe. Is this a lesson in which you are put here to learn? Is this a trial? Is this a test? You know, all of these different things go, should go through your mind when you are experiencing adversity. And it's not until moments like this where I'm sitting here without any notes, by the way, I have nothing. I just have my mind going at a million miles per hour. It's, it's moments like this where I really tend to think deeply, okay? Because today I am not okay. Like, I am not. And I know some friends of mine who are not okay, too. They're not. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not so bad to where I would say, oh, I'm feeling depressed. Oh, I'm, I just don't know anymore. You know, of course, I have my time periods where I throw my hands up and just say, screw it all. Who cares? I'm going to do what I want. That only lasts for a little while, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> You know, because, you know, I was, as I was preparing for this podcast, you know, this thought just crossed my mind. really believe it was the Holy Spirit of God talking to me like, look, worrying is not going to get you nowhere, son. Being mad it's not going to get you nowhere. It's just not. It's not. And it's true. Our emotions never change the thing. They don't change anything. And I think it's just a waste of energy for us to exert emotions when we could be, you know, praying and working towards trying to fix our solution, excuse me, fix our problems, searching for a solution that is. So, but for me, you know, we, you know, family that is, you know, I have three children, I'm married and life is challenging. It's challenging, to say the least. I am a business owner, and I work five days a week, sometimes six. It really depends to make sure that I am able to make ends meet. You know, my wife, she quit her job back in this, the, uh, the winter. I want to say February, to be exact. So this is, let me see, March, April, May. Uh, it's almost been, if not... Four months, four months approximately since she has quit her job. And it feels like a year, to be honest, because she's always home. But, you know, since she quit her job to be home more, I wanted her to be more so of a homemaker, uh, taking care of my children and working on her business, which is what she is doing as we speak. She's a very hard worker. She is. But at the same time, when you begin a brand new business, well, it's not brand new, but when you step out on faith, we'll say, and you try to make that business something that you do full time in the beginning, it's always going to be a little rough. You're going to have your patches. You're going to have your doubts. And that is that kind of weighs on me a little bit because for the first time ever, 
you know, I am like completely responsible for everything, you know, paying rent, uh, car notes, all of the bills, buying food, so on and so forth. And I, I, I feel that it is an honor, of course, to be able to do these things, but that doesn't, it still doesn't mean that you don't feel the pressure of, well, what if this doesn't work out or what if that doesn't work out? But I, I quickly get reminded of my own material. Though there's a video I recorded about two years ago nearly that talked about not worrying, you know, and to put your trust in God and everything's going to be okay. And it was right. I, I never had to worry about anything. I just trust in him and then do what it is I'm supposed to do. You know, utilize my, my talents and uh, the gifts in which I was given so that I can continue providing for my family. But your the flesh, you know, our flesh, our mind still tends to, you know, play tricks on us sometimes. And I do get in my feelings to where I'm like, I don't know if I can do this by myself or I'll say things like, I'm going to go get me another job, something to bring in extra money. And usually I say that out of like uh, out of spite, we'll say, or out of not not spite, no, more so out of like a moment in time. You know, perhaps we will, and I'm sure you all can relate to this. Have you ever been okay, but then something occurs, like some sort of financial setback occurs? Maybe something happens to your car. Maybe. You have a bill that comes in the mail from the doctor. I don't know. Something comes up and it just completely throws you off and you weren't ready. But it came and there's really nothing you can do except for deal with it. Uh, I have, we, I keep saying I, but when you're married, you're not just you. Everything that you do is together. So, yeah, I have to constantly remind myself of that but you know there have been time periods where I'm like you know that occurred so I need more money so this means I have to work a little bit more which I have no problem with but it definitely takes its toll on you physically and mentally and the economy is like ridiculous right now the cost of living is skyrocketed there's hardly anywhere that you can live for three figures and if you do live somewhere with three figures it's probably a really bad neighborhood honestly um gas prices spiking between five and seven bucks depending on where you live in america it's about 458 here still very high nonetheless still very high so when you factor all of that in and then unexpected things occur you're like Oh my gosh, like why? Why? Why do it why does this keep happening to me? Like feeling like you're getting hit back to back with financial problems. Like for for instance, you know, I have a son who has had some dental work done and last week we had a crown put in his mouth and it looked fine, you know, smile was nice and pretty. Tonight, he eats pizza, and the crown fell out. And we, me and my wife, that is, we think that he swallowed the crown. He says he didn't. He swore up and down he didn't, but we can't find it anywhere. And, yeah, 
So we're, we're thinking like, okay, so this was like a week ago. Now it would have been different if this was like six years later, but this was a week ago. So the, the dentist has to take some sort of responsibility for that because that shouldn't have happened. So of course I'm in this, I'm, I'm preparing myself for whatever I'm preparing to see if, if we're going to have to pay for something in which is not our fault because he no longer has the crown because we think he swallowed it because there's nowhere to be found. But so, you know, stuff like that comes to mind and, you know, just bills tend to have a way of piling up at the least, at the least expected time when you're feeling good. Now you got to pay for this, that, and the third. Well, folks, that's life. It's life. And it's challenging. I'm pretty sure everything that I'm saying right now is you're probably able to resonate with because most of us are not rich. Most of us do not make six or seven figures. Uh, most of us, uh, we have to be very careful with our spending. You know, a lot of us are in positions in which we're not able to just drop money on this, that, and the third. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, we just have to get to a point of learning how to manage money, you know, man money management. Something school doesn't teach you, something that parents barely teach their kids mainly because they don't know how to do it. Things of that nature can keep us out of financial hardship. And I can honestly say that we are not in a, you know, financial bur burden or a bind or anything like that. But it still goes to show like, gosh, man, like I could have did something else with this money versus doing that with that money. But hey, it, some people don't even have the money to be able to take care of what it is they need to take care of. And that's how I'm trying to look at this. I'm trying to look at it like, don't be upset because it'd be different if you didn't have the money, but you actually have the money to pay for this or to pay for that. Or if we have to pay something for my son's teeth, then we'll, we'll just have to do that. And other things we'll have to just put off until next month. So I, I just wanted to like, you know, be transparent with everybody and let them know, look, Nishal is not rich. He's not. You know, I'm, I'm the only one really leaving home, bringing home money because that's just that that's the choice that we made. And I'm not going to complain about that at all. But it's still OK to say that you're not OK. It's OK to say I'm tired. It's OK to say that I'm worn out. It's OK to say that I'm I'm I don't I'm not certain of the future. It's OK to say these things. It's fine. Because understand that it, like I said earlier, it, it won't last forever. It has to end at some point. And I know that for a fact, you know, when we pray and we put our trust in God, of course, that he will see it, you know, see it through. And it's a point in time period. Like, no doubt. Okay. So I, I say all of that to say this, you know, in closing. Life is hard. <laughs> life is challenging. Nobody ever said it would be perfect. Throughout this life, sometimes we have people that will help us. And sometimes we don't. Sometimes people will let you down. Like 
even family members, I'll say, will let you down. You know, I have a very weird situation right now going on with my my family, not the family under my roof, but my family, you know, mother, siblings, stuff like that. There's a there's a very weird thing going on. And, you know, I'm at this point where I'm like, you know, I don't really have time to, like, think about this. You know, there are people that I'm not even related to who don't mind showing love and not do the same thing. So sometimes those who love you are not related to you. I'll say it again. Sometimes those who love you are not related to you. Now, this doesn't say that my family doesn't love me, but it's just rough around the edges. And it's been like that for quite some time. So which is why I'm so family oriented myself. And I believe in core values and morals and stuff like that on raising my children. So, yeah. But I think we're going to go ahead and, and leave this here. You know, we're 32 minutes into the podcast and I feel good. I actually feel like I got some stuff off my chest and the outlet. We all need that. You know, I, sometimes I, I put out content for other people's education, but there are other times that I like to make content like this to where I'm able to get my thoughts out there. Just like I told everybody in the beginning of the podcast, get your thoughts out, manifest them, tell the whole world what you can do. Okay. I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for just subscribing and liking and sharing the podcast. It helps me out tremendously, like more than you know. All right. I am Nichelle D. I will see you next time. Be safe. Take care. Stay hydrated because it's very hot out there. All right. Good night. Peace.